You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. I am so glad you tuned in to this episode, and you're going to be glad too, because today I'm sitting down with a couple of uh, some of the members of our church family that we just are proud of right now and that we want to celebrate with. I am sitting with three of our high school seniors that we love, just so that the church family can hear about what God's doing in their life and from their perspective. You know, one key part of church family, you know, is that we just love and celebrate these guys, uh, what God's doing in their life, and also we want to learn from them because God's teaching us through them. So let's just kick off uh, by some introductions. We'll just run around the table. Uh, So I'm going to start straight across from me. Just let me just tell the family who I've got with us and I'll ask you a couple of questions. We'll move around. So Caleb, go ahead. I'm Caleb Boutwell. Yeah. Hey, Caleb Boutwell. And uh, you said my plans after high school. Yeah. What you going to do? I'm going to go to Southwest Community College for about two years and play tennis for them. Yeah. And then uh, after that, I'm planning to go to Southern Miss and uh, pursue polymer science. That's fantastic. Hey, listen, after the podcast, I want to talk to you. I've got a friend who's a pastor down in that neck of the woods I'd love to connect you okay. with while you're while you're uh, off at college. It'd be a great college church for you to be a part of. All right. Man, real proud of you. So Thank tennis, you. eh? Yes, sir. All right, Ethan, introduce yourself. My name is Ethan Friend. After high school, I'm going to be attending Pearl River Community College, and I'm going to start with my basics. Hey, let me ask you this. So I'm a community college grad. Both you guys are headed off that direction. I, uh, you know, I went to Scuba Tech and for two years. I mean, I'm going to tell you, that? come on, man. It's in, you're, you're insulting me and Jody Hawkins and a whole bunch of other people. Um, scuba, it's in Scuba, Mississippi. It's near my hometown of Sugarlock, which is the epicenter of the universe. Um, Ethan, I'll, I'll kind of encourage you guys with this. Like, my freshman year in community college is really when I started to grow in Jesus. Like, I was very much a cultural Christian, you know, kind of before that. My, my parents did a great job raising me. My church did. Nobody's fault but mine. But, you know, that's when I really kind of started to get focused. So I hope those two years for you guys are as strong as they were for me. You're going to be in Hattiesburg? Or yeah, Hattiesburg. For, Hattiesburg. That's great, man. I'm on that campus once a week for BSU. We've got yeah. some key leaders in our church. I'll, I'll connect you with them, man. I'm really yeah. proud to know that you're going to be there. Also, a little shout out to your dad, who's part of our tech team. So everybody who's been watching uh, the live stream, mm-hmm. you know, thank you very much to your family for helping make that happen. <laughs> All right, Mitchell, introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Mitchell Geis, and after high school, I'm going to attend Ole Miss University and study criminal justice. Oh, man, that's awesome. So you're going to be the guy we were studying, like all these TV shows about, you know, forensic science and stuff. You're going to be that guy one day. Yes, sir. Well, Mitchell. That's the plan. So being friends with Caleb Bowell, I would imagine you probably already well, you know, you're well on your way to a career in studying, you know, the criminal mind, right? Of course. No. Of course. Just, hey, man, I'm proud of you. That's going to be awesome. Um, and, and your sister's going to be in Oxford, too. I know that Megan yes, was just graduated from the University of Alabama. She's going to be doing some graduate work at uh, at Ole Miss with you. So that's yes, awesome, sir. man. Well, we've got a whole bunch of Ole Miss fans in our church, um, and because their pastor's a state fan, they're probably <laughs> going to adopt you and like start sending you goodies you know, just to make sure that you know how loved you are uh, while you're under the, the wing of a, of a bulldog pastor. But man, I'm super proud of you, Mitchell. Guys, um, let's just share with the church family a little bit about what you've learned uh, from Jesus in the last few years. Like, what's God doing in your life? I'm 
I'm going to ask two questions about that. Okay, the first one is, like, as you look at church family around here, who have been some of the role models that have influenced you for Jesus' sake? Who are, and it, you could be going back to, you know, to your your years as an RA or second grade Sunday school. But when you look back, who have been some of those people who have helped mold and shape you uh, for the kingdom of God? Because I just I really do believe that church is a it's a family event, right? I mean, it's like we're all leaning into each other. And so who are some of those voices that have shaped you guys? Bow, you look ready to go, man. You want to you want to launch it? Yeah, so uh, Ben Austin has been pretty influential because um, we've known each other since my freshman year. Right. Which was his first year at Pedal. Yeah. And uh, I think I kind of got him into our small group and got him to be our small group leader, I think. Yeah. I don't really remember all that. But, um, yeah, just him being at school just kind of, Keeping me connected while at school and just kind of thinking about God and how I can be yeah. more friendly to other people there. And That's so crazy. Like, I look back, I remember when Ben and Aaron first started visiting Carterville, remember celebrating their wedding, you know, and just watching them grow in Jesus. And then to hear about how they're already. You know, they're disciple in the next generation of Carterville. That's awesome, Balwell. Thanks, man. I appreciate you sharing that. Um, Ethan, tell me some of the voices at Carterville that have mentored you, shaped you. Well, I've, uh, just one name. I'll, I'll go with Jeremy Stroh. I mean, I've always, he's always just nice. And I mean, he, I mean, when I think of like someone who can like represent Jesus, I, I think of him. Oh, me too. Uh, like, Stroh is a very good follower of Jesus. In a lot of ways, he challenges, challenges me in that. That's an awesome word. Mitchell, who you got, man? Um, I'm going to go, you know, a little back in my old days, Miss Katie McNeese. Yay! Uh, she was, when I was always at the, at the church, she always had a smiling face on, yeah. greeting everybody. She was always great, and she really helped me going through, like, children's camp and everything, and even, even when I was volunteering at children's camp, yeah. it was really good. With her helping me with my walk, Mitchell, you are a, you are a fantastic volunteer at Children's Camp. Thanks a lot right. for all the years you served. Honestly, you know, going and helping with our kids and my kids too, man. So that's a throwback, Katie. Katie Mack and I, like our friendship came from when I transferred to Mississippi State, and so you know we go back twenty years, and it's kind of cool to hear you giving her you know credit for the way she's shaping your life and knowing that you're headed off to college. Wonder what friendships you're going to make that are going to stick around with you that way. Mm-hmm. This is awesome, guys. Hey, let's share with the church family, you know, tell me something that God has been teaching you. Like, we recognize, looking back, some of us older people, um, I'm sitting at 43 now, kind of midlife. As I look back, it's not that, it doesn't seem that long ago for me that I was where y'all are, probably from your vantage point, it seems like I'm, you know, archaic. But from my vantage point, it seems like yesterday. But I realize what a critical juncture you're in. Super exciting. It's a lot of fun. It's also filled with challenges and disappointments, struggles and letdown. It's not all fun. It's not, you know, there's good and bad in it, but I recognize like this is a huge formative season in y'all's walk with Jesus. Man, the church family would love to hear a little bit about what you've been learning. How's God been shaping your life? Um, let's challenge the church family, guys. Let's tell them something that God's been doing in your life. Ethan, do you mind if I start with you? Um, sure. Well, it's been a challenge because, I mean, a lot of stuff has been different. Um, like, no, no more school. Oh, school's online now, which that's a big change, and well, you can't really go to church, and it's on live stream now, so I've been trying to keep up with that as well. And you also can't see family as much, so um, well, we still try to see them every now and then and just try to stay in touch. But um, let's see. So I wonder, how has God been shaping your soul through that big challenge? Because that's huge. Like, that's a lot. Man, that's that's a lot of change. Yeah. You know, that's a lot of, um, I don't know, that's a lot of unexpected. So I wonder what are the good things that God's been doing in your heart with all these challenges that have been popping up? Well, I feel like 
through all this stuff that's going on, like he still wants to know that he's there. Yeah. And like he's just trying to like pave our way to him to like make like make sure we need him through yeah. this crisis that we're going through right now. Hey, you know, in whatever you guys are going to face some challenges throughout your life. You know, maybe what, raising your kids and your job at school. You know, whatever. And so I think it's awesome that uh, I mean I say I think it's awesome. It's no fun, mm-hmm. but I think it's awesome that as y'all launch, like at your launching pad moment into the world, you're already being reminded that you need God more than anything. And lots of the other things can be taken away, but He'll never be taken away. He's always there. Ethan, thanks for getting us started. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mitchell, let's let's jump over here to you, man. Tell tell the church something that God's been teaching you. Like, what have you been learning from the Lord? Well, like, even during this time where we're not being able to go to church and everything, and even before that, like, in high school, you have lots of things tugging at you this way and that way. I think it's just made me a little bit stronger in my faith because I'm having, like, to put a little bit more effort towards, um, like, going to church when I can be yeah. doing other things or, like, when other people are not, not not pulling me away, but, you know, other influences and everything. So I think it, he's really just kind of built my built my faith in him because I'm having to work a little bit harder. Yeah. And now, since we can't go to church or, like, go on Wednesdays, mm-hmm. I'm having to work harder to um, get, get my Jesus in. So it's really <laughs> um, making me stronger in my faith with God. So this is awesome, especially when you think about it. Y'all and all your classmates, right, are about to launch off into college where there's no youth minister, there's no pastor. You know, your parents aren't waking you up in the morning saying go to church, right? Mm-hmm. And so the reality is that... The future of your walk with God is going to depend on your personal pursuit of Jesus, like whether or not you're going to have the disciplines to seek Jesus instead of just being shaped into the mindset of the culture and doing what everybody else wants. And so, Mitchell, your words right now, man, they're, they're, ringing, they're ringing in my ears that uh, while you're having to pursue Jesus without anybody like without that regular schedule, you know, without Wednesday night youth group, without, you know, you know, high fives at church or whatever, like just recognizing the responsibility that we all have to get close to Jesus on our own. I really appreciate you giving us a focus and a heads up on that. Thanks a lot, man. Um, Kel Bowell, would you let the church in on what's God been teaching you? You know, it could be a recent lesson. It can be an old lesson. But what, what's God showing you, man? The biggest thing right now is I feel like he's just teaching me how to be more patient. Because there's so many things that we want to do right now, like, as we're going into our end of the senior year, going into summer, so many things we want to do that we can't do right now. We're stuck at home, and I feel like he's just teaching us how to just sit still and just wait on him to kind of figure all this out and just make it all kind of right again. So I think he's teaching me how to be patient. Just that's good. Man, I was and reading, rely on him right now. I was uh, reading a book yesterday, just for my own spiritual formation. You know, and the and you know the pages that I was reading, the author was talking about the power of having to wait. It's a common, like it's one of the most fundamental parts of our spiritual walk. It's having to go through the discomfort of waiting when we're waiting on God and we don't know what's next. Um, but it also draws us near to the Lord, and it reminds us that what we really need is is Him and not just the answers or the next steps. Well, guys, I, I really appreciate you doing that. Look, thanks. Yeah. I think all of you know, I have younger boys. i got three guys, you know, that are, you know, eighth grade, sixth grade, fourth grade. And I just want to say from my point of view, I really appreciate all three of you guys um, as being mentors to my kids. I mean, I know that as a, when you're going up through school, you know, people are serving you and leading you, and you forget how much you're leading, you know, but through children's camp and just being at church and in youth group. Like, I know that 
that my boys have been watching uh, you guys at church, and I appreciate y'all being mentors and role models to them. Here's a challenging idea, right? So as you guys cross that stage in graduation and you know step into what's next for you, uh, I just want to push you a little bit. Like, yes, you know, like Mitchell's point, pursue your own discipleship, but second, serve. Like you guys, you guys could be mentoring the next generation tomorrow afternoon. Like you, I think you guys could be the disciple makers, you know, for high schoolers and middle schoolers and, you know, upper elementary kids starting tomorrow. So like if you think about the church family as God calling us to make disciples, you know, what if you started um, your freshman year of college mentoring, you know, um, mentoring some of the kids, you know, at church who are, you know, 10, 11, 12, 13 years old. You know, if you think about it, by the time you graduate college, you'll walk across the stage, not just with a degree, but you could potentially walk across the stage with a degree and a disciple, you know, that you have led somebody to grow in Jesus in the way that other people have led you guys to grow in Jesus. And I just want to challenge y'all with that. Like, as you go off to college, man, continue to walk with Jesus, make your life count. Love you guys. Appreciate you. Let me wrap up the podcast just by praying for you. Is that all right? Yes, sir. Lord, I love these three men, and I thank you for bringing them to our church family. I thank you, Lord, for the for the, the, the challenges and the joys that they've experienced. God, I thank you for each one of the three. I thank you for every mission trip they've served on, Lord, for every service project they've carried out, for every Bible study lesson that they've learned and soaked in, for every, every moment of worship that they've given to you. Father, I thank you for the moments of, of baptism and communion that they've shared in the church family. And Lord, I just ask you now that you would bless these three guys and their classmates that they represent. Lord, that you would use them for your glory in a great way. Father, we love you and we give you thanks for these three guys. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.